on two bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's High on Film! Tonight, we've got Chickadilia Guna and Eurotrip! Wow, you guys are on a completely different level of swearing than we are on this week's Euro episode! Well, hello and welcome to another exciting episode of High on Film! Sobering talk about movies. I'm your host, Chris Maxwell, here for episode 224. Can you believe it? We are almost to a new quarter hundred, which is always a very exciting time here on the podcast. Um, stay tuned. We'll tell you why at the end of the episode, because 225 is something we like to uh, do a little special twist on, but that's neither here nor there, because today we're up to our usual tricks. We choose a guest, they choose a movie, and today we're watching Eurotrip from 2004. Directed by Jeff Schaefer, uh, with Alec Berg and David Mandel uh, co-directing, uh, although uncredited. Um, but they are producers as well, and it is written by Alec Berg, David Mandel, and Jeff Schaefer, the three aforementioned names. David Mandel, funny enough, just took home the Emmy for uh, Best Comedy in Veep. How about that? Writer for Seinfeld. This, these are some... Comedy pedigree guys we're talking about. Uh, in a movie that uh, lives in the wake of the sexual perversion as you enter into college genre of films that happened at the turn of the century. I guess starting with around American Pie or so, I think it's probably the second coming of the Animal House movies. Reverse Revenge of the Nerds movies, where uh, regular kids go into college... Uh, had to had sex and drank and stuff. I don't know. You've seen these movies. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Let's get to my co-host. I know he's seen these. He can probably help me define this genre a little more. He is the co-host from the couch. The man who's right to my left. The walking Kevin Bacon game. And the Brad Davis that God gave us. My co-host and friend. He's we here every week. Mr. Brad Davis. He's weird. He's, he's we here he's, every he's week. Weird every week. He's weird every week. Brad, yeah, but we put up with him. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Uh, yeah, teen sex comedies yeah. from '99 until what? About '06, I think, because they started fading out again. That sounds about right. Yeah. So this is uh, right, right in the middle of it. 2004. What do you think? You got a favorite? Or you've seen most of these movies. We were in high school and college when these were coming out. Yeah. Prime sex comedy viewership. Oh, demographic. There it is. There it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, the original American Pie is always great. Mm -hmm. uh, I do, I mean, I know one of the ones in our Trash Star Destroy is one of my favorite movies from that genre, too. So. Oh, I can't wait to get to that. I'll keep, I'll keep that close to the chest. Uh, but yeah, these are always fun. The original, I mean, I guess this is, because Road Trip... This stems from Road Trip, I believe. Does it stem from it? Or I thought this was just kind of made in the vein made of... of it? Okay. Yeah. At least that was the impression I was under. Yeah, I guess I'm not 100% sure. But either way, um, it's the movies are very similar. Road Trip and Euro Trip. Um, hmm. I don't... I only remember bits and pieces of Road Trip. Road Trip is... Tom Reckon, Green, right? Yes, and Reckon Meyer. But Tom Green doesn't go on the road trip. He no. stays at home and like yeah, feeds it, a snake. Yes, he does. Okay. That's what he does. Sure, sure. He's feeding a snake. Maybe I remember more of this movie. Than yeah, Breckenmeyer is like traveling across the country to see his girlfriend, Amy Smart. No, Amy Smart's the girl he hooks up with. His girlfriend is somebody else. Mm. But Amy Smart's the girl he's like kind of into, but he's going to 
get a take back. He accidentally he sleeps with Amy Smart and accidentally video records it and sends it to his girlfriend. That's what oh it is. man, that's what it is. I've got it. What a conundrum. <laughs> that's a big conundrum. <laughs> that's almost yeah the plot of Eurotrip where he sends the wrong email to his want to be girlfriend. This is my point. Jeez, uh, have you seen Eurotrip before? Yes. Okay. This was your second viewing. Uh, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I, I had not until this. I, I knew one cameo. And I okay. think I've seen, in retrospect, I might have seen a scene or two, like on HBO or something, somewhere along the way. But this, I believe, is my first entire viewing of Eurotrip. Wow. Big day for you. Big day. Very exciting. <laughs> well, let's get to the guest who brought this movie for our enjoyment tonight. She is a writer and a publisher and a first-time guest here on High on Film. Uh, Chickadilly Agunia, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Chick, uh, Eurotrip. Yes. Uh, why did you pick this uh, over any movie that you could have chosen? <laughs> this movie's like one of my favorite movies of all time. I was 11 when it came out, so I really shouldn't have been watching it, but I did. 11? Yeah. You watched it 11? Yeah. Oh, and I wow. watched it like every year until now. <laughs> and sometimes I'll just sing Scotty Doesn't Know. Sometimes I'll just... Catchy. Yeah. I don't know. I'll just quote the movie at all times. It's so great. Scotty Doesn't Know is a fantastic song yes. written for this movie. Um... 11? You saw the, I, I gotta make note that we did watch the theatrical release of this film. Yes. We did not watch the unrated version. And it, there's still a lot of... A lot of boobs. A lot of... Well, again, at this time, 2004, we're objecting, uh, objectifying women left and right. Yeah, but there is that hard one R's, scene of objectifying uh, old men. Yeah, that's true. You get a lot that, of that's I, learned, I learned the balance. I will say, yeah, that was. I give a lot of credit to this movie for having a, some semblance of nudity equality. Yes. Which, a lo- I mean, I don't think there's a single penis in American Pie. No. Covered up by a pie. Even right. Game of Thrones doesn't do it. Yeah, they did early on. There's a couple penises a couple in some of those orgy scenes. Like, yeah. You should have saw Jon Snow's dick. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's how I feel every time I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, John. Yeah, well, the John Denarius scene, I mean, that should have been a 15-minute... Yeah, full... That was not Full-fledged porno. We, the whole Spoiler season. Alert. Well, we didn't really... Sure, I guess I spoiled some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, the least spoiling thing. Yeah, nobody gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew it was shit. coming! Yeah, it was yeah. so obvious. Anyway. I didn't expect the narration, but I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> The narration took me by surprise. That was the real twist. That was yeah. a real twist there. I was like, oh. Okay. Keep talking. We're going to talk over this. <laughs> About the ancestral nature yeah. of this whole affair. Yeah. Like, Which fits very well for Never this movie. Never forget, that is his aunt. That's true. Yeah. And yeah, actually, good point, Brad. Way to bring it back in. Uh, there is a light incest committed in this film, Eurotrip. Which is the one thing I remembered about this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remembered, I was like, yeah, there's the one scene where the twins, brother and sister, make out. Yeah. That's all I remember. That oh. was almost a Trash Star Destroy category, so let's let, let that lead us into Trash Star Destroy. Beautiful yeah. segue. It's our first segment. Uh, it's a little bit of a movie barometer. Uh, so we give you three movies of a similar ilk. Uh, we ask you to trash one, which means it's eliminated from existence. One you get to star in, in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. And then the third movie then must be destroyed, which means that the only version that has ever been created has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of Pain and mm. Game fame. Mm-hmm. So, let's start out with uh, 
a little bit what we were talking about. Going to college, graduating high school and going to college between 2002 <laughs> and 2004. We will do three movies that came out between those three years, uh, all dealing with a similar matter. Road Trip, the aforementioned Tom Green, Breckenmeyer, Amy Smart Road Trip. We'll do American Pie 2. Oh. Right, so when they're actually getting to college. Yeah. And we will do uh, the other one that's that uh, I think was wholly responsible for a lot of these films. National Lampoon's Van Wilder. With what's his face? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> With yeah. what's his face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, Cal uh, Penn. Cal Penn, yeah, <laughs> isn't that right? And Tara Reid? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. There you go. So Trash Star Destroy, Road Trip, American Pie 2, and Van Wilder. What are you thinking? Brad, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I think that... I actually like American Pie 2 well enough. Not as good as the first, but I do enjoy that movie. And I really liked Road Trip as well. But I love Van Wilder. <laughs> yeah. Van Wilder was the movie freshman year of college that, like, when me and my roommate would come back, like, drunk to our uh, dorm room, we would, like, just throw on Van Wilder. That and the original Spider-Man. Yeah. Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I always wanted to have a golf cart to drive around campus. That was kind of my dream, and Van Wilder got to do that. So you had that dream before you saw Van Wilder. No, 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 okay. because of it. Because of it. <laughs> you act like I, Van Wilder I, I saw playing your dreams out. Helped with the dream. Yeah, I finally saw the possibilities. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, the doors were open. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, this is groundbreaking mm -hmm. stuff." And so, yeah, I am. I'm. I'm Van Wilder. It, even though that role is perfectly done by Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's Deadpool before Deadpool becomes a superhero. Um, sure. Deadpool in college. Deadpool in college. Yeah. Marvel. Do it. Um, <laughs> hey, Cable is a time traveler, so. Perfect. Yeah, that's Deadpool too. There you go. We're already done. It breaks itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I will star in Van Wilder. I guess I'll trash American Pie 2. Not for any good reason, but just we already have one. And then I'll give Road Trip to Michael Bay, which it has a big car stunt scene in Road Trip where they have to like jump over a that bridge. bridge. Yeah, yeah. So I remember a lot of Road Trip. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking it's about. It's not bad. It's pretty funny. Uh, I mean, probably not as funny nowadays, but at the time it was very funny. Uh, but I'll give that. I'll give Road Trip to Michael Bay. I think that fits him well enough. All right, I like that. I like that answer. Chick, what are you doing with these three films? Well, I think. I think that I would definitely star in Van Wilder because I've only seen it once, but I do remember loving it. I've always loved Ryan Reynolds, and so, yeah. He's a charming man. He is. He's just a just a charming asshole. I love <laughs> it. Every time he does it, he does it so well. I've always wanted to have that flair yeah. to my snarkiness. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, Get away with saying anything. Right? I just I regret not having that. Uh, so, yeah, star in Van Wilder. I think I'm going to trash Road Trip and destroy American Pie 2 because I want to see what he'd do with that. Michael Bay gets yeah. an American Pie installment. Yeah, just one. Just give him one chance. Yeah, I mean... That could have changed his career. <laughs> I don't know if it would have changed. Well, maybe. Yeah. Could have kept him away from robots. Exactly. Yeah. We could have stopped that. Nip that shit in the butt. Right. I, I do feel like the... A Michael Bay movie should have a character named Stifler in it. 
That's a match made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was kind of thinking about Michael Bay for all three of these movies for different <laughs> reasons. I mean, because with Road Trip, a Michael Bay-Tom Green collaboration just seems like something that we should have had around 2004. <laughs> That the makes fact sense that it to me. didn't happen. Yeah, is... Michael Bay just made Pearl Harbor. Tom Green has Freddie got the, fingered. The bum song out on TRL. Uh, yeah, and Freddie got fingered is bombing at the box office. Yeah. I mean, this is perfect. This is this is almost too good to pass up. Uh, but I think I think I want to be in Road Trip, mostly because I think I can play Brecken Meyer's role. Probably better than any other role in the mm-hmm. other two movies. Then you get to make out with Amy Smart. Have a sexy Amy Smart. Not bad. Not <laughs> yeah. a bad perk. That is a plus. Um, then I guess I'm going to trash American Pie 2 because we have the first one, we have a third one, yeah. we have a, a whole spin off series, a direct to video, if that's still a thing. And then honestly, Michael Bay's Van Wilder may not be so bad. Especially if he sticks with Ryan Reynolds and doesn't yeah. swap him out for Mark Wahlberg. Oh, no, no, no. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but There's a fourth American Pie, too. A fourth the, American Pie, too? A fourth, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so, wait, American um, 1, 2, Wedding? American Wedding, American Reunion. Oh, Reunion. And then you get to the spinoff. Yeah, uh, I think the spinoffs actually begin before, before American okay. Reunion. Reunion. Maybe even Wedding. I can't remember when, like, the first spinoff started happening, but... So, wedding before a reunion, though. Yes. Okay. Bandcamp somewhere in there. Yeah, Bandcamp... Is in two. Naked Model. Oh, Bandcamp, the spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Where, like, Stifler's cousin is going? I don't know. I've only heard the synopsis once. I did not watch I yeah. missed it. I didn't I watch any of the spinoffs. Watch. I was in Bandcamp. Oh, nice. <laughs> What'd you play? I played a baritone. Oh, right on. The giant instrument. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in marching band for oh, two yeah. years. Oh, yeah, nice. It was a trumpeter. fun, right? It was kind of fun. Yeah. Until it wasn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by wasn't, I mean like the the end of the first day of band camp. I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all marching. Yeah. My son, that was too much. You play as I move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, memorize music? Cool. Come on. That's... I'm a concert musician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wear the dress. I sit in the front row. Exactly. And I look at the audience from time to time. <laughs> in and between have... staring at my sheet music. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Which yeah. I need. It's like a crutch. Exactly. I always like the little thing on top of the trumpet that I got to have to hold it, though. That was fun. Although not always uh, useful in high winds. But guys, let's do one more Trash Star Destroy category while we're here. Uh, let's do three... European trip movies. Okay. We'll movie. We'll do the movie we just watched, Euro Trip. We'll do uh, another National Lampoon's installment, National Lampoon's European Vacation, and uh, a recent uh, European Vacation, Mamma Mia. Heck yeah. Here we go again. Another trash star destroyed. Here we go again. <laughs> Euro Euro Trip, European Vacation, and Mamma Mia, trash star destroyed. Brad. You want to take the lead again? Sure. I think I'm starting Euro Trip. Wow. I, I I have bigger reasoning for this, but I like that movie well enough. I'll take the Scotty role. <laughs> you can probably do it better than this guy. Yeah. I didn't mind this guy. Yeah, he has soft eyes. He does he have does. soft eyes. Very soft eyes. <laughs> yeah. I don't have those that kind of soft eyeness. He has the crushing defeat very well. Yes, he does. Yeah. Very like. Defeated puppy dog, yeah, like yeah, does that well. Yeah, that's about. But it. I Brad can do that. Brad can do sad yeah, puppy dog. Aww, thanks, guys. <laughs> um, 
So, I will start in Eurotrip. Uh, I'm going to trash National Lampoon's European Vacation. Not a bad idea. Right. Mostly. One of the weaker installments of the Vacation franchise. Absolutely. But mostly I make that decision because I want to see Michael Bay's <laughs> Mama Mia. <laughs> I want to see that so much. Yeah. That I want to see that more than I want to be in Eurotrip. Wow, okay. Priority one is Michael Bay's Mamma Mia. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Grecian Islands. Is that where it is? Rome? Yeah. Somewhere like that? Well, like, Greek, yeah. I think. I don't know. But I just want to see a Michael Bay musical. Michael Bay comes out as a big ABBA fan. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's a hell of a film experiment, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've said before on this podcast, I believe, I want to see a Michael Bay musical. I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little afraid of it, but I still want to see it. Yeah. I still think it should happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I can get behind that. Great. Assassins, that may be a good one for him. Mm. Isn't that good, though? It is good. Yeah, you don't want him to give him a good yeah, one. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's dark and violent. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, there's no explosions, really. I don't think anyone's tried to blow up a president. <laughs> there's not too many musicals where people get in. blown up. It's true. Yeah. Loves to rewrite history. Yeah. Yeah. Chick, Eurotrip, European vacation, Mamma Mia. Yeah, so I'm going to star in Mamma Mia. Because All right. Because that's a family favorite, and I love that show. And I think I the first like song I ever sang at two years old was an ABBA song because of my mother. So I think I'm going to honor her and the star in that show for her. And then I'm going to trash your... No. Yeah, trash European vac Vacation. And I want to destroy Eurotrip. One of All my right. favorite movies. But I just want to see what happens if there's an explosion in this. Yeah. There's so yeah. many spaces you just throw one in. That's true. And I mean, would. they almost set the Vatican on fire. They Just blow up the Vatican. Right. Blow it yeah. up. I'm sure no one would have a problem with that. No one would have a problem. I mean, it's the end of days, guys. Come on. That is true. That's... We're getting real close to shit hits the fan. Yeah, we're just talking about earthquakes yeah. and hurricanes. They sing about this in that R.E.M. song. Mm. Leonard Bernstein. Um, Boy. I mean, you guys are on to the right thing. I think European Vacation needs to be the one trashed. Although, again... A Michael Bay Chevy Chase pairing seems mm. like something that maybe isn't the worst idea. Fair. If not just to unleash two assholes one on one another. another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Destroy each other. Hey, at this at this time, I love Chevy Chase. When uh, he is at this this time at this time of European vacation. Ah, so, so like 80s, twenty years ago. Early eighties, <laughs> eighty four. Yeah, thirty yeah. years ago. Throughout the eighties, man, Fletch is like late eighties, and that's what I love that. So movie. you loved, you loved Chevy Chase when you were one. Yeah, well, not when, uh, not Brad. I know, I know. I'm <laughs> fucking with you. I'm sorry. I'm Continue. just trying to get through this trash town. I apologize. I'm being a dick. On purpose. I know. Do I want to be in Mamma Mia or Euro Trip? The great question of Chris's life. I think I have to go with starring in Mamma Mia. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get to work with. Meryl Streep, that right there kind of sells it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, the yeah. that's the end of the argument. Yeah, that yeah. is pretty much the end of the argument. I, I, I think I'm going to be that. Pierce Brosnan. I think I could probably sing a little better than he can. Just a little. I, I, would, uh, I wouldn't doubt that. I, yeah. I've heard you sing, and I heard him sing. And it's close. Yeah, so I'm going to start <laughs> Mamma Mia. It's close. Hey, well, that's what I'm saying. A little better. I, a little I, bit I'd better. probably take you. Yeah. 
And a little bit better than Russell Crowe in Les Mis. Oh, oh. please. Yeah. Oh, Just God. a little. Oh. And I like Russell Crowe. Yeah. And then, yeah, let's, you know, let's do it. Let's give Michael Bay Euro Trip. Michelle Trachtenberg gets to star in a Michael Bay film. And we're trashing vacation. Sorry. It's okay. We're left with a very good trilogy of vacation movies. Mm. So. Yeah. Because vacation, Christmas, and then Vegas. Vegas. Would be the trilogy. Yeah. Vegas is pretty fun. good. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. We're going to take our first break of the podcast of two breaks and then the end of the show being a third longer break-ish. Um, and we'll be right back with more High on Film more Euro trip uh, right after this. And we're back high on film with Chick Aguna. Am I saying that right? Aguna. 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 Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> totally we're talking about 2004's Euro trip. And here we go. If you haven't seen the movie, well, last chance to get out before all those delicious spoilers come right at you. What were you saying, Brad? A couple of episodes. Spoiler country. Welcome to spoiler uh, country. Welcome to spoiler That's country. what we're saying. <laughs> welcome to spoiler country. Or, yeah, or I also, I think I pitched like, forget it, Brad, it's spoiler town. Because then it's movie <laughs> theme. Right. Sure. Well, Good one, too. Let's keep meditating. Uh, yeah, we'll... we'll, we'll... Bring it up in the next meeting. Let it marinate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we've been having it marinate for a couple weeks now. But yeah. still, nothing's clicking yet. Guys, it's the summary game, the first official game of the podcast that is worth a damn that translates, on this podcast at least, to zero to two points. Um, that's right. There are games. There are points. Here we go. Reach taking a turn at summarizing Eurotrip in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to view. This is a 93-minute movie for the theatrical release, allowing us each 9.3 seconds to summarize uh, your trip to the best of your ability, including plot points, characters, thematics, whatever you want to try and really sell it. Now, of course, during our break, we had our patented coin toss, coin toss where we toss a three-sided coin into the air to decide who goes first in these games, and Brad... You're on a streak. You you won the coin toss. So I did. it is your prerogative to choose. Are you going first, second, or third today? I will go first. Going first. Yeah. All right, Brad. Euro trip in 9.3 seconds. You ready for this? I think so. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Love that Brad Davis confidence. In three, two, one. Scotty gets dumped and realizes German pen pal is actually a girl, so he travels to Europe with his friends in order to meet up with her, and he does, and they have sex in a confessional room. Time. Good enough. Confessional room. Confessional room. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're Just called, confessional. right? confessional. Yeah. <laughs> it's the room. Yeah. It's a booth more. Booth. It is yeah. a booth. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess, yeah, I'm up. You are up. Sure. Uh, 9.3 seconds, correct? That is correct, sir. All right. Are you ready, Chris? Uh, I guess. I'm going to just try to remember what you said, because you did a pretty good job. Perfect. Great idea. All right. All right. Count it down. In three, two, one. Scotty gets broken up with his girlfriend at graduation, and then uh, finds out his German pen pal is actually a girl instead of a guy, so he and his friend meet up with two twins who uh, travel all over Europe and uh, mishaps. Time. Damn. 
And mishaps. And mishaps. And a mishaps. Done. A lot of mishaps. <laughs> Until right haps. Correct haps. Mm. Mm. On target haps. I, I think the problem is the haps element of it. <laughs> okay. I think it's the haps. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll call in. We'll take a poll. Chick, are you ready to give this the old college try? Yep. All right. <laughs> 9.3 seconds in three Two, one. Scotty gets dumped and then goes to, uh, finds out his pen pal's a girl, goes to Europe to find her. There's a lot of shenanigans and twins make out and they have sex at the end. Not the twins. (laughs) 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 Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. I'm, the best part about that is yeah. that's what you got in right before the clock went off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bonus points for that. You definitely get a bonus point for that. I, yeah, you, you got a whole bonus point on my on my scorecard for that. <laughs> that was... For, yeah, asterisks, not the twins. They're not, not the, the twins. Ones. Not yeah. the twins. And they have sex. Twins make out and they have sex. Yeah. Not the twins. Yeah. The one twin does, but with the other guy. With the other, yeah. yeah. Right. Cooper. Which is, I feel like, unjustified, man. Cooper's a real dick Un- to her. Justified man. The Un- worst superhero <laughs> there is. <laughs> no one can really find a reason for him. Nope. He's, he's the unjustified man. He's the unjustified man. No, he's a real yeah. dick to, to Jenny the whole time. Being like, oh, you're a girl. And then suddenly he sees her in a bikini and he's like, I'm going to do that. Come on, dude. Well, he doesn't have the redeeming moment of him actually doing something nice to earn her. Also true. He just gets the, to watch... Christoph waltz away with her. Christoph waltz away with her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pretend that was on purpose. (laughs) And then he just gets jealous for a second. He gets all butthurt. Yeah. She's in that hot-ass dress. It's a hot dress. It is. Well, either way. All right, guys. Great summary (laughs) game. It's time for the second game of the podcast called First Impressions. In this game, we're going to supply the person sitting to our right with a line from Eurotrip, we would like to hear them impersonate to the best of their ability. Brad, you went first that time, so I'm going to go first. And Chick, I'm going to give you a line that I want to hear you say. Oh, I- I'm going to go with... Uh, a- after the movie kind of ends, we get some, uh, some uh, a mix of things during the credits. We get some outtakes, uh, we get some goofing around, and we get some scenes that I guess were cut as well. Uh, including a couple of vignettes of an, an Amsterdam hostel owner Classy. with a bunch of cats, uh, yeah, who warns our uh, hapless quartet that they should maybe hide their things if they don't want them stolen. So let's play that, and uh, when we come back, uh, I'd like to hear you give it the old college try. Absolutely. If you do not wish to have your valuables stolen, I suggest destroying them or discarding them right now. You can also try hiding your valuables in your anus. All right, Chick, you ready for this? Yes. At your leisure. If you do not wish to have your valuables stolen, I suggest destroying them or discarding them right now. You can also try hiding your valuables in your anus. Okay, that was that really was good. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> you have a really good Dutch accent. <laughs> if, if I guess that if what she's doing, the actress <laughs> she's is doing, doing is a Dutch, Dutch accent, yeah. 
I, oh, I should mention the zero to three points. Minimum zero, maximum three. And I, I will say, you're getting pretty close to a three for that. <laughs> and that was, yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, you get to give Brad any line you'd like to hear him say from this movie filled with wonderful accents. Well, there is a glorious scene featuring some hash brownies when they first get to Amsterdam and uh, Jenny and Scott try them and Scott starts to freak out. And the line that the Rastafarian baker says to him is the line that I would like you to say. Wonderful. Right up my alley. Is everything all right with your mom? No, nothing's all right. You sold us a bad batch of hash brownies. You're a bad, bad Rastafarian. These are not ash brownies. Hmm? What was that? We do not serve ash brownies here. We are simply Dutch bakery. Now put your clothes back on, white boy. All right, Brad. Dutch Rastafarian. Okay. <clears throat> Those are not ash brownies. We do not serve ash brownies here. We are simple Dutch bakery. Now put your clothes back on, white boy. <laughs> I've done way worse. I've done way worse. Yeah, yeah, you managed not to be offensive. Right? I think. I think. That was good, Brad. Thanks. Thanks. Do you have a line you want to throw at me? Uh, I do. I'll throw it your way. Please uh, do. Um, you know, like the fishing term. Throw me a, That's not a fishing term. Throw me a line. That's not the, really. The fish don't say that. <laughs> the fish don't say <laughs> that. Fish don't say that. Fish don't say much of anything. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give you a line. Uh, there's a scene early in the film when they're in London and they go to a bar and they run into a group of uh, heavy soccer fans of Manchester United headed up by Vinnie Jones, who's been in, like, Snatch... Uh, yeah, all the early Guy Ritchie stuff. Snatched, yeah. Lockstock, Layer Cake. And he is... They're on a bus after their heavy night of drinking, and Scotty comes up to him and asks him what the hell happened to last night, and he explains. So what the hell happened last night? <laughs> you got steamed up, pissed as a fart! Too much sauce, son. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll come and got you. So you wouldn't miss the trip. Alright, Bullet Tooth Tony. Here we go. You got steamed up! Pissed as a fart! Too much salsa! Don't worry, I'll come and got you. So you wouldn't miss the trip. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I had to look away because I knew <laughs> if I actually watched you do it, I would crack up laughing, so... Too much salsa. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I like that. That was a full body performance. That was good. Thank you. I felt like I had to yeah, to get like the, the diaphragm. Yeah, he's very intense in this film. His. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, once you're done scoring, you can set the scorecards aside for the moment because we're getting into more of an open forum discussion part of the show that we like to call scene work. Now, if it hasn't been abundantly clear, we're an optimistic podcast, so we will start scene work off. Optimistically. Best scene. What's the best scene in Euro Trip? I'm going to say the train scene with Fred Armisen. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just so wild and silly and funny. 
Yeah, so they're on a on the rail going to Amsterdam, maybe? Yeah, I think they're going to Amsterdam there. And Fred Armisen is a Italian man, who, I guess. Italian man who enters their uh cabin. Their cabin and sits right in between <laughs> Cooper and Jamie and then proceeds to Sexually assault them. Sexually yeah. assault them. With guess. every tunnel they go through. Yes, yeah. with yeah. every tunnel. It starts with like, I, like go through a tunnel, all of a sudden you come back and his hand's just on the one guy's leg. Yeah. I mean, He's like, miscuse me, miscuse me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Fred Armisen does have a way to make that very funny. Fred Armisen's a damn talent. Yeah. <laughs> that man is very funny. And yeah, I, I this it is a weird bit, but yeah. man, he makes it hilarious. He In does. that white suit, too. The pink, the pink tie, European newspaper too. Like he's, he's very color coordinated. He's a fashion icon in this movie. A stylish Italian man. Mm -hmm. We this movie operates a lot in European uh, stereotypes. So hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. But uh, all right. Yeah. I, I I will say bonus points for the outtake too. And uh, <laughs> yes. Scotty can't keep it together. Scotty's real name, whatever it is. Scotty yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can't keep it together sitting next to Fred Armisen. No, when he licks his face. Yeah. Yeah. Licks his face. There's also the outtake of the other guy too whenever he's like too, when he's really up close to him and that guy can't keep a straight yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he keeps looking at Fred Armisen's face and keeps cracking up each time. Yeah. yeah. He's hilarious. Um, okay. All right. Good bit. I don't know if uh, it's my, my favorite. I'm kind of torn. Actually, I'm not. I know what my favorite bit is. <laughs> It's when they get to Bratislava, and you think they're broke because they've been robbed, and they ended up in Eastern Europe, which is desolate and in you know very third world country esque in its appearance. And they count up all the money they have, which is like three dollars and change oh, American. It's like a dollar eighty. Oh, a dollar eighty <laughs> change American. And they go, "What can this get us?" And then the cut, smash cut to. A lavish five star like royal suites and uh, you know facials and oh. massages and robes and room trays service. of food being brought to them and boy oh boy when they gets the food and is it Cooper tips the waiter Scotty Scotty, Scotty tips the waiter a nickel he just flips it to him the waiter catches catches it looks at it with such delight. And this whole time I'm like, aha, funny, funny, you know, their conversion rate's so bad. But then the this waiter, or bellhop, or whoever he is, looks at this nickel with such delight, turns around, <laughs> tells his boss he is going to quit, he says, uh, I don't know if I wrote it down, but he's like, with this nickel, I'm going to open up my own hotel, <laughs> slaps his boss, tells him he quits, and storms out. It is... <laughs> So well executed. Uh, it's so good. It's so funny to think that with a nickel he's opening up his own <laughs> hotel of this magnitude. He even holds up to like, see this nickel? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do with this? Yeah, it's so good. It's hilarious. That whole exchange rate bit, I enjoyed thoroughly. Yeah. Yes. But that is the icing on that cake. That's what makes it work so well. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of these bits. They start off with stereotypes and then just executed very well. Yeah. That they end up being hilarious because of the actors involved and, and their own little extra something-something on each one of the lines or roles really sells it. Brad, what are you going in here for? Uh, I would 
I had both of yours written down. I'd probably agree that that maybe uh, the exchange that whole scene there is probably the hardest I laughed in this movie. Um, the I okay. So the Scotty doesn't know song. Yes. Sure. We I think we need to discuss a little further. We because, absolutely do because that whole the whole bit is that Matt Damon has a cameo. As the lead singer of this band at the big graduation party after Scotty gets dumped. Yeah. And it turns out the song that this band is singing is called Scotty Doesn't Know, which is all about how he's been cheating, how he's been sleeping with this girl who was Scotty's ex girlfriend. Yeah. And it is. And it's not just Matt Damon, it is Shaved Head. Yes. Um, sun Tat on the yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah. Razored Ray Sun Tat on his neck. Yeah. Piercing Pierced all over. Pierced up all over, yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, Singing pretty explicitly about uh, having sex with Scotty's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and, or, or having sex with Scotty's girlfriend oh, while well, they were still, still together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that Scotty doesn't know, which I forgot, I remembered that song, I forgot that was where this was, where it was from. Because mm. I've heard people reference Scotty Doesn't Know before. But then the fact that not only is it, it's like played throughout the movie, yeah. it's like even played in Europe and like in Well, it starts to be a hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It is so funny, and the whole bit actually when it's first performed, where it's just the entire crowd's going like nuts for this song, and Scotty's just standing there drinking a beer, <laughs> just kind of having to deal with all of it, mm -hmm. is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Especially when the girlfriend goes up and starts singing with him. Singing with Matt Damon, yes. Yeah, and they're like grinding up <laughs> against each other. <laughs> On yeah. stage. It is, and I think right before that too, they're like in his bedroom, and he's like, "I'm not gonna let her ruin this night for me." Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. go to the party, and that's like how it starts off. It is, <laughs> it sets the tone of the movie. Yes. Very like it was the first part of the movie. Where I was like, "Oh right, this is, this is funny." Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> be, laughing at this movie, and this is a hilarious bit. There it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that and the exchange rate bit are my favorite scene. There you go. All right, guys. Well, if there's a best scene, it means there must be worst scene. What's the worst scene in the in Euro trip? Um, I if I have, I think the worst part about Euro trip is the the parts that are dated. Like sure. you get the oh yeah, that sounds gay. You mm -hmm. get like that yeah. at one point. You get the hard R, like, I call it somebody retard. All the time. They yeah, that happens a, a couple of times. times. So, yeah. the, overall, that's, you know, we're objectifying women, kind of laughing at sexual assault in many oh, different yes. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that's probably the biggest problem with this movie, is just the, yeah. what a lot of those movies had back then. Just well, yeah, like, Second Coming of Animal House, it's like a movie that leads to the rape culture we found ourselves in in college campuses. Yeah. Like, unfortunately. And I think it does show themselves as very dated at this point. Having watched this and... Didn't we watch something else fairly recently from this era? Yes. That was... I mean, pretty much any movie I watch from this era is pretty dated. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, you're totally right with uh, a lot of the, like, uh, gay equating to stupid and uh, a lot of hard R's dropped left and right. Uh, is, is a, I never realized how much of it was going on at the time. At the time. Yeah, yeah. Until, you know, it's someone tells you, hey, that's so you wrong. Smart, yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, this is, this is fucked up. This is offensive and not right. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> so overall, that would be the uh, 
dumb. The problem, mm-hmm. the biggest problem of this movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. My worst scene is, uh, actually, funny enough, intercut with the first Matt Damon cameo and Scotty Doesn't Know performance is Cooper uh, yeah. in a hot tub yeah. completely, like, tricking a girl into showing her, or showing him his boobs, and by making her just the dumbest person on earth. Yeah. And it is such blatant exploitation for a movie that already has, like... Boobs in it that yeah. are like somewhat justified, and but this scene is just absolutely Un- just dirty and yeah. gross and not very funny, and you know sets up my least favorite uh, reoccurring joke in this movie, which is I didn't park. This isn't where I parked my car. Yeah. Ha ha ha! Great, great one. Yeah, and I was just like, oh man, why you got to intercut this with the one of the best scenes in this? Is yeah, Scotty doesn't know. But, hey, what can you do? That's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way it goes sometimes. Take the good, you take the bad. There you have. You're a trip. <laughs> Chick, what's your worst scene here? I'm right there with those two things where they've got the, like, unnecessary objectification when there's going to be so many more boobs in the entire movie. Did we need the American ones as well? Um, and then the how they call everything gay and they use the R word. But I just, like, there's that, after Scotty and Mika have sex in the confessional booth, they then Thank proceed you. to try and have a cheesy regular romantic comedy moment where he's like, hey, I'll see you later. Like, I'll write to you. So, and then like, try to be cute, but I'm like, you were just, like, hardcore fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a sacred place. In a sacred place. Let's not <laughs> pretend this is a cute relationship. Oh, and she has the double back, too. Yeah, like, she says goodbye, and then she comes back, like, like all her, cute. It's like Hitch. Like, they have the same <laughs> moment in Hitch, but, like, this is weird. Yeah. Oh, Hitch. <laughs> Another great one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just showing that there can be real true feelings behind meaningless hookups, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Which, that was the other thing. It's like, this whole... Part of me, like, this whole movie is like, I love her. It's like, do you? Because you don't know her. But then You didn't like, even oh. know she was a girl. I'm like, I guess they were like pen pals. But you wouldn't really have thought of what she was saying in that way if you thought she was a woman the yeah. whole time. No, he sees that she's hot and then suddenly falls in love with her. So he's like, wait, no, I'm in love. He's yeah. like, what are, well, were you in love with Mike? Because we can talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But we should also talk about your relationship with Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and one last thing, actually. Uh, and this is just a personal thing. This movie does a lot to propagate the myth of absinthe, which, <laughs> okay. as a bartender, kind of bothers me. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how long I've had to explain to people, no, absinthe is not exactly what you've been told. It's like, yes, wormwood is a hallucinogen, but you have to drink so much of it. Luckily, they do drink a lot of it, and they drink it straight, which is the way to really get fucked up and hallucinate on absinthe. But having the Green Fairy actually in this, breaking that reality is a little yeah. weird to me. And it only propagates this rumor that, oh, I do one shot of absinthe and suddenly I should Fuck see God. stuff, man. And that's just not true. And I'm just tired of having to fight against people's years of people watching movies like this and hearing that Wormwood is just great hallucinogen. I was like that as an 11-year-old. Yeah. I couldn't wait for the next 10 years to pass so I could get like, your hands on some absinthe. Acid. Yeah, yeah. Go nuts. Guys, you want to hallucinate, do acid like adults. There Got you it. go. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the message from this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There's one thing you should take away. Suck it up and just do acid. Come on. Come on. Be go. an adult. Yeah. Grow up. Go Grow big up. or go home, I believe, is the yeah. adage you need to hear. This has an explicit rating on iTunes. Not the twins. Anyway. <laughs> it's time for Milking It, the final game of the podcast, and the heaviest weighted of the game's portions. Zero to five points, so it is still technically anyone's game. We're each going to draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres. On said card will give you a new way to kind of look at the events that transpire in Eurotrip. Please feel free to reuse characters, themes, plot points, whatever you'd like from Eurotrip, and reimagine it, jumble them up, fix them, add whatever you want to uh, make a brand new movie. We'll need a title and a quick summary of what that film is. Um, four zero to five points. Title and quick summary. Here we go. Oh, get out the old Hollywood relic here. Existed in this town for decades, just telling producers how to make movies. Uh, I believe, Chick, you're going first, so if you want to draw a card and read it aloud, please. <clears throat> Costume drama. Ooh. Oh, you're up a perfect setting. Brad? Alright. We're doing a prequel. The prequel. And I'll draw a card here, and I will be doing Eurotrip as the sequel. Oh. What? Oh. Well, before sunrise, before sunset thing going on, I think. Am I, uh, am I milking it? I guess. All right, when we come back, we will have three brand new movies for your listening enjoyment right after this. And we're back right in the middle of milking it for Eurotrip. From the year of our Lord, 2004. All right, guys, we have three movies for your listening enjoyment, and we are starting off in the most past. Costume drama. Chick, do you have a title and a quick summary of how Eurotrip works as a costume drama? Yes. Um, the title is The Pope's Pardon. Oh. Yeah. And an American living in 1890s Germany must travel across Europe to save his wife, Mika, who was taken by the Pope for impersonating a man. He brings two English twins and an old court jester as they look for Mika. When they reach Rome, Scotty Fitzgerald murders the Pope and elects himself, granting Mika full pardon of her crimes. Wow. Whoa. But ultimately never being able to be with her again. Yeah, because he's the Pope. It's celibate. A, it's a tragedy. Celibate Pope. Mm. Uh, he retires right after that. <laughs> he retires immediately. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Yeah. That's really good. That's yeah, really good. A Pope's yeah. pardon? Is that what it is? A Pope's pardon. A Pope's pardon? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's way better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> Travel across the earth to save Mika. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yep. The, we didn't even talk about how this movie kind of climaxes at the Vatican, where he, I, he is yeah. a faux Pope <laughs> because he falls into the curtains. That's my favorite little two hand wave. Yeah. From the top. That's a like, good oh, one. That's perfect. That's Popey. That's Popey. Or, I'm sorry, Papal. Uh, I like Popey. Yeah. I mean, I was raised Catholic. I'm pretty sure the the Catholics prefer papal than Popey. Sure, Well, I wasn't raised Catholic, so I'm going with Popey. Works for me, man. (laughs) I really don't care anymore. The Pope is listening in. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, if the Pope listened, that'd be so cool. 
This one. Is. Yeah, this one. Oh, yeah, we don't want the old German guy. The, Brad, the cool one. The cool yeah, one. yeah. Brad. Yeah. Do you have the prequel to Eurotrip for us ready? I do. Hey, go for it. I will. So, it is the summer between junior high and high school for Scotty and Cooper. And uh, they are, uh, they have their plans for the night is their usual, just going to uh, their friends, uh, Jenny and Jamie's house to watch movies, you know, as you do. Yeah. Until Scotty sees uh, an older girl at school, uh, we'll call her, uh, I don't know, Amber, literally blanked on any woman's name because I didn't write one down until I stumbled upon that. I have no idea why. There you go. Great. Amber. You love Jurassic Park. Yep, that's what it is. Oh, right. Amber. Yeah, I was like, was that the, whose name was that? That was Lauren Dern's name. Nope. No. I'm stupid. So anyway, uh, he sees the older girl, of course, and instantly falls in love at first sight. So, and he overhears her talking to her friends about the big end of the year party that, um, that everyone's going to. So, of course, he gets it in his mind that he has to get to this party. So, with the help of his friends, they all still plan to go, they still go over to the, uh, the twins' house, but now it's about escaping, stealing the parents' car, and getting to that party, which they do. They go to all this trouble, they break out, and they get to the party, and only to find out that the parents of the guy throwing the party came home early, so everyone had to leave. Mm-hmm. So now, but they find out then now the party's at another house. So now they go to this house and with, of course, trouble getting places in, but run out of gas or, you know, things like that. Get to the next Local house. cops. And, well, uh, get to the next house and find sorry. out. Sorry. Cops, well, well, excited. Right. cops showed up to that. The party was there. The cops showed up there and broke it up. So now we have to get to a third house. So um, they finally get to the party. Um, only to find out that, uh, Amber, uh, Scotty gets there and sees Amber, like, making out with the guy who's throwing the party. So, of course, Scotty is devastated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and he just ends up, like, going, sitting somewhere alone, sulking, and runs into, uh, the little sister of the guy throwing the party, who's only going into eighth grade, Fiona. Uh, and they kind of hit it off a little bit. Nothing big, but just like uh, the hint of something something, something to come. Uh, and then him and his friends, you know, actually have a good time at the party and then like go back to the twins' house, kind of drunk for the first time. And uh, pro- oh, at some point of like, oh, they accidentally took mushrooms. So of course, one of them's freaking out the whole time. Um, because I needed that element that I forgot because the movie's called Trippin' Out. Trippin' yes. Out. Yes. All right. Okay. I would have put money on it that you were going to call it like Neighborhood Trip. Neighborhood uh, Trippin' Out, I like. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Thanks. You're welcome, man. Thank you. That, that, was, that was a good uh, good movie. Good prequel. I like that. Yeah. Maybe we don't get their romance. We just get right because then we go to Euro Trip. We should dump him. Yeah, right. exactly. Damn Fiona. Fucking Fiona. What an asshole. Yeah. Worst Fiona since Shrek. It's the only other one I think. <laughs> she's a good Fiona, though. Yeah, yeah. But she's the worst one since. Uh, okay. Do you know another? Uh, Fiona Apple? Oh, yeah. But that's before Shrek. That's true. 
<laughs> Nor, again, pretty good feeling. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. All right, guys. I have the sequel, now that we've heard the prequel. Uh, it's called Euro Trip 2, Semester Abroad. Mm. But the real gold is what's in inside the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, it's always better. So, of course, after... Uh, you know, the, the puritanical dean of Oberlin College finds out that Mika's been living in the boys' dormitory in a boys' dorm room. He's like, all right, out of here. Back to Deutschland. Get out of here. So she is sent back to Germany. Uh, so that puts Scotty in old funk. And, uh, of course, we can't get Michelle Trachtenberg back for the sequel. So uh, we start, and Jenny has already broken up with Cooper, and he is down in the dumps, and rightfully so. Doesn't deserve her. Um, so he and Scotty are kind of sulking for together for a while, and then they get an idea. Hey, you know when the last time we were happy? That time we took that Euro trip. Let's do a semester abroad. I can go be with Mika for another semester. You can go get all that European tail you never got the first time. Let's do it. So they decide to. Uh, Jamie is now actually... Uh, a Siri-like device, like an app, uh, a Tor app on their phone. Funny. So we still get that character, but he's uh, via this, them asking him stupid questions <laughs> and then making him say funny things, too, I guess, probably. If, knowing Cooper. Um, <laughs> so they have, like, a wild night out. Like, the, the first night, they, they go to Germany to meet up with Mika. They get their things situated. They're like, hey... We're going out for the weekend in Prague. You should come out. So they go to Prague. They have this wild party night. And then we get like a little bit of like a hangover kind of thing going. So they wake up and Mika's gone and they're in Prague and they don't have anything with them. But the, in 24 hours, they got to be back in Berlin to take their admissions exam to get into the German college. Oh, because that's a thing no. that happens. Damn it. Yeah. So, of course, hapless... Uh, Mishaps. Hapless mishaps. <laughs> Through, so from Prague to Germany. They probably, you know, get off course somehow. And, you know, you can run into some old favorites like Dietrich Bader and then uh, Vinnie Jones. And, you know. And, yeah, and then they eventually, of course, because you got to end on a happy ending, make it and take their admissions exams. And What happened to Mika? Yeah, they get back to Mika once they uh, get there. Yeah, she was just like, I don't know. She thought they were on a train already. Nothing sinister. Okay. Unless you want to get like a hostile kind of <laughs> plot line going with Mika. She just Mika. went back. She was like, well, I didn't miss the train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get separated the night and she thought that they were back. I don't know. Okay. There's a lot of conveniences in this film. <laughs> just like the Breslavian man in this one, in Eurotrip, just offering to give them a ride back to Berlin. You go to Berlin. I'm your ride. Yeah. You're like, what? You didn't know they were going. You rode a bike yesterday. Where'd you get a car? Yeah. Where'd you get a weirdo-looking General Lee? <laughs> Guy obsessed with American culture. Guys, that's milking it. Please, uh, as soon as you're done scoring uh, for your fellow podcast mates, please pass your scorecards to the front of the class for final edition. And as we do that, we move into our pessimistic end of the show. Podcast regrets. Is there anything you regret saying or not saying on this uh, hour podcast? Uh, I <clears throat> regret not giving props to probably one of my other favorite jokes of the movie. Okay. Which is when Jamie, uh, the the twin, the the male twin of the group, of uh, the 
the duo is at that camera store. Yes. And before he like hooks up with the, the girl working the counter, but his little pickup line once she realizes he has like this the most expensive camera, and what did she say? It makes a Nikon or what did he say? It makes a Nikon look like, like a disposable. disposable. <laughs> and just with the gusto he says that one and the confidence it. Cracked me up. So good. It's a great line. And I found it pretty damn funny. Uh, so yeah, I regretted not giving that line props because that line really did crack me up. If you wouldn't have said that for your podcast regrets, I would have brought that up. Oh, that is <laughs> Also, probably my second favorite funniest moment in this. Next to uh, the nickel. Right. The, the nickel. This one was great. Yeah. Jake, any regrets? Um, I would regret not bringing up the robot fight. I do like the robot that's fight. that's really funny. Just my favorite error, error. <laughs> and some of that robot French is hilarious. <laughs> I, I almost put those as lines for first impressions. Because they are really funny listening to them say robotique, robotique in those sentences. I took French to learn how to say that phrase and I forgot it now. But then he's like, I'm the only robot on this corner. It's just the end of it. It's like, uh, I'm the only robot. coin. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that word like that? And kudos <laughs> to both quite. actors for putting on a pretty good robot yeah. fight. Yeah. They do. They have some good robot moves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess it's my, my, my podcast regret is not have Dunning Dunning. Jesus. <laughs> Yo, now that's your podcast. Now that is. Now saying Dunning on the podcast <laughs> is my podcast regret. No, not having done my research uh, to know that there are no apparent connections to Road Trip Aww. in this movie. So I, I, I think they just took the idea... Kind of used it as a template and yeah. ran with it. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Or saw the success of Road Trip, which I think it was pretty successful. Yeah. And oh yeah, again Tom Green. Yeah. Uh, right. On TRL every afternoon. Yeah. Freddie, you got fingered was bombing at the box office. Was it? Well, I think that was later though. What? Freddie got fingered later than this. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Jamie, because it's not serious. Uh, right. Oh wow. Wow. All right. Guys. Good job. Well, I got the scores tallied while we look up when Freddy Got Fingered came out. Freddy with a Y or Freddy with an IE? I believe it was... I don't know. (laughs) It's a Y. And it's 2001. So it is before this. Yeah. It is before this. Wow. Written and directed by Tom Green. I did not realize he directed that movie. Well, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Well, Brad, I'm sorry to say you came in third place in this podcast. 16.45 points. I don't um, know how I will bounce back from that. Just a skosh under my point total. 16.5 points. Uh, but Chick, certainly, you've seen this movie every year since you were 11. Yeah. You ran away with this podcast. 18.95 points. <sighs> that sounds about right. Becoming this week's High on Film Champion. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing Bravo, good. bravo. <laughs> that was actually a hell of a performance. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, brilliant. Uh, uh, everything, everything. Uh, the milk and it was great. Uh, no, first impressions yeah. was spot on. Really, really impressive. Oh yeah, and you got that extra bonus point for not the twins. <laughs> not the twins. <laughs> Chick, thank you so much for doing the thank show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, a pleasure. Was... This was an absolute delight. Yes. Loved meeting you. Yes. Uh, I'm glad I got to see this movie. It really rounds out my uh, college sex comedy genre. <laughs> You've been waiting to check that off your Wait list. Wait to check that one off. It's just in a gaping hole. I've seen, I've seen Road Trip. I've seen American Pie one and two and I, I think three, maybe even the four. The wedding. 
Yeah, I think. He probably saw the Jim way. and uh, um, Allison Hannigan. Allison Hannigan. Yeah. 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 And Stifler, like, Stifler gets diarrhea or something, right? Uh, he eats shit. Eats shit. Yeah, he mm. literally eats shit at one point, I believe. Right. And he, like, he's like a... So he drinks a calm in the first one. What's yep. he do in the second one? Uh, doesn't he? He gets pissed on at some point. He gets point. pissed on, okay. Right. And in the third one, it's, it's fecal matter. Right. It's progressing, as one does. Classic American Pie movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's Stifler. That's it. Chick, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, any internet presence? Any projects coming up? Um, I'm starting a podcast, uh, with my friend called Stoned Intersectional Feminists. Right on. In which we get high and talk about feminism. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, count me among your listeners. I'm in. Oh, yeah. Thank you. But yeah, that's, that's the plug. Awesome. Uh, I will, but follow me on Twitter so that you can know about that because, uh, There you go. I haven't posted that, uh, yet. But it's, uh, at Chickiguna, C-H-I-K-I-G-U-N-A. Nice. Not to be con- confused with the disease that have that they tell you about on planes, which what? is like chikungunya. Oh, yeah. I have. I I, I've been I on some that. planes. I'm I have not heard about this yet. <laughs> it's like in the TSA, like warning. It's like, oh. This virus is known in these countries, and I'm like, that's offensive. That's my Twitter handle. That's, yeah. How it's sacred. sacred. It's, it's sacred. Sacred. All right. Yeah. That's reserved for making jokes about Q-tips and periods. That's it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to follow you on Twitter, too. <laughs> this is great. It's funny. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, please, follow uh, to find out uh, more about that podcast. I'm very excited. Thank you. My, oh, my pleasure. Thank you once again for being on the show. You were, This was a fantastic time. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Brad Davis. Yes. Thank you, as always, my good friend. My pleasure, sir. Uh, at BDAlwaysGP on Twitter and Instagram. And I love you, Pittsburgh Pirates, my baseball blog on Twitter, because apparently I like to torture myself. I love how every week your plugs slow down more uh, when you get to I the mean, baseball. I mean, the last <laughs> two weeks have been brutal yeah. to be a Pirates fan. Yeah. I mean, I know there was a point earlier this week where they got shut out back-to-back days. Damn. They have scored like 15 runs in their last 20 games or something. It is pathetic. Mm. So, but anyway, read the blog. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can find that on my Twitter page or on Tumblr. I love you, Pittsburgh Pirates. There you go. I know it'll never feel, fill completely that hole in your heart, but uh, at least Steelers are back, huh? <sighs> it helps. Believe me, I talk about them in the articles because there, there, I need happiness in my life. I need something. <laughs> Guys, I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media accounts. That's Chris with an O where the I should be. Uh, at High on Film, also across all your social media platforms. Get us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review there, please. That only helps with our exposure. Uh, and yeah, I guess I tease it at the top of the show. We will be back next week with one of Brad's famous picks. We're at, we're at a, at a 25 marker. That means Brad gets to choose the movie next week. That's right. Uh, do you have any idea what it's going to be? I, I know I mentioned at the top of the show and you looked a little surprised that we were there already. Well, when you said 224, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's next, next week. week. <laughs> uh, I have a couple, I do a, I have a couple ideas in mind because I knew going into this season that that was coming, was coming. So I have a couple thoughts, but no firm. Decision. Nothing you want to tease yet. No, 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 not yet. Fair enough. Keep a surprise. Oh yeah, keep them guessing. There it is. Well, uh, surely with picks in the past like Broken Arrow and um, Die Hard, Die Hard, Eight yeah. Mile, Eight Mile. Yeah, and... you got a good reputation of, of movie choices. La Confidential, I think. Yes, I yeah. believe La Confidential is your choice as yes. well. That was your latest one, yeah. 
Sure. I don't know. I honestly can't remember. Call <laughs> in if you know the answer. Yeah, please let me know. <laughs> Denise Maxwell, please let us know. <laughs> That's it. My mom, the stack keeper. <laughs> Thanks, did. Mom. Appreciate that. You're the best. Guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for whatever Brad decides to choose for his movie. Can't wait to you hear me then. Transformers Last Night. What? That's what I'm choosing next. Transformers <laughs> last night, yeah. you son of a bitch. No, you not, better not. I'm I know. Not doing that. <laughs> Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>